0: 6 to 7 p.m. Sport On with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and uh, good evening, and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Sport On. This is a Friday. It is a flashback Friday where we like to look back at historic moments in South African sport or catch up with our sporting stars of yesteryear Uh, but uh, tonight it's going to be a flashback Friday with a twist considering what happened today with the resignation of Bafana Bafana coach Stuart Baxter today citing lack of support and strained relations with the media and the supporters we have invited a guest in studio it was before this announcement of uh, Stuart Baxter resigning but as fate would have it he's also coached Bafana Bafana so then we'll have to touch on Bafana Bafana with our guest coach Owen Dagama We're going to talk Bafana, look ahead to the start of the new APSA Premiership season with his Highlands Park facing Kaiser Chiefs in Tembisa on a Sunday and we'll get a chance to take a closer look at Highlands Park and their new recruits. But also, it is Flashback Friday, so we have to look back at Owen Dagama's career as a footballer. Not many people may be aware that the man nicknamed Rubber Doll had an overseas career and made a name for himself overseas. I know that when we spoke to a few legends on our show before, they mentioned his time at morocca swallows but he's also going to talk to us about his time uh, overseas so owen dagama is our guest tonight between 6 and 7 please feel free to join our conversation at any time on 0891 you can call us you can also sms us on 41391 for those on social media we are using the hashtag SAFM spot on or you can tag us at SAFM radio at tabisomusia uh, if you want to weigh in on the conversation with Highlands Park coach Owen Dagama I did say on Monday already that we're going to build up to the start of the new up supreme Season 2019 2020, which finally gets underway uh, tomorrow. So, lots to look forward to uh, this weekend. So, after this break, we are in conversation with the man nicknamed Rabadol the this is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. So, then we have been counting down to the start of the new season this week on SAFM Sport On. And tonight we continue and speak to Highlands Park coach Owen Dagama, whose team takes on Kaiser Chiefs on a Sunday. It's also a great chance to talk about his playing days uh, since it is Flashback Friday, where we speak to sporting legends of yesteryear and most importantly, educate the young ones at home by uh, tracing their journey. Coach Owen Dagama, good evening from me and thank you very much for. For joining us on SAFM. Good evening uh, So it's always
1: a pleasure being here. You know I've, I was also part of the SCBC for a long time so <laughs> it's always my pleasure to be here. Always good to be home.
0: <laughs> we, we have to start though with a big story of the day if you allow us. the Stuart Baxter resigning today. Are you surprised by his decision to resign? Usually coaches get fired. Yeah, I'm surprised, but I think Stuart has done a good job. You know, he's
1: he's he's, he's built some some form of a a, um, a foundation. Uh, he's brought a lot of expertise and experience into Bafana. So uh,
0: yeah, um, I was really surprised. And uh, a few weeks ago, there was a big headline in the Soviet Union saying that Owen Dagama says Stuart Baxter must go. Luckily, I got to listen to that clip and you did say to the media, guys, I'm not saying Stuart Baxter must go. Don't put that headline. But they went to go put that headline. W- w- was it correct Were you caught it out of context?
1: I think so. I, I mean, you were there and yeah. you heard what I said. And um, it's, it's really that's why I love radio so much, because, you know, <laughs> you, you get you, you yes. get the real thing. And uh, w- whereas with the print media, people just go and write what they, you know, they try to sensationalise, uh, sensationalise um, any a- anything that you mm. say. So I was really shocked and and sad to to to
0: being quoted out of context. Mm. And what what would be the way forward now, Coach Owen Dagama, as far as the national team is concerned, having been in that hot seat before.
1: Yeah, look, I, I I definitely believe, and 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 I've I've advocated this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there are people like Stuart Baxter and a lot of other coaches that have added a lot of value to 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 Bafana, but I still think that we need a South African. We we need a South African to coach uh, um, Bafana. And uh, you heard me yeah. on that same evening when I said Brazil. Kevin Hunt, yeah, uh, Steve Compella. Pizza, they definitely deserve to be there. Mm. I never even quoted my name. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's so sad when people quote you out of context.
0: And I remember you even said that Brazil go for a local coach, Germany go for a local coach, the likes of France go for a local coach.
1: Yeah, I think the intellectual property remains in the country. It grows and uh, you can call upon it anytime. So, mm. I, I, I've, I, I always think that, uh, you know, uh, the dynamics. The multicultural dynamics uh, within football in South Africa uh, is really sometimes a a tricky issue. Mm. And uh, you need people who understand the
0: dynamics. And playing the South African way. And playing the South African way, obviously. What are the challenges in this job of being a head coach of Bafana Bafana, besides the media? (laughs)
1: I think the biggest uh, challenge, and um, I I was not long enough in that seat to Mm. to understand it, but uh, when you look from a a distance it's i I think it's got to be the support you know uh there's no way you can go and and i mean the under 20s go and play in the world cup and they've got like three matches to prepare you know Uh, i definitely think uh, um, uh, if we get better
0: support for the coaches um, i'm sure they'll be able to deliver more there's already a question here on twitter saying that if asked to go back would you go back even if it's on an interim basis
1: well, it's, this is my country, you know, uh, um, it's my country and, and
0: I'll serve in any way that I can. Okay, I know that we called you to talk about about Highlands Park and to talk about your <laughs> playing career. So I think, I think we, it's only fair that we need to go there. But I remember the one game you coached in East London, Coach. You showed, you showed a lot of faith in the youngsters and you, you gave those Luther Sings and all those boys a run. Is that the way forward?
1: I definitely think so. I mean, Percy Tau was one of them as well. You know, yes, yes, gave yes. him his first cap and he scored in 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 his first match. I definitely think we, we, we have to start looking forward now and we, start, uh, we have to prepare for the next five, six years and not only for the next competition because that's short-sighted um, and and you can only achieve so much if you, you, know, if you plan uh, just for the next
0: competition. We should be planning for the next World Cup, you know, mm. those type of things. You seem to be away, though, from the pressure at Highlands Park and quietly going about your business. How do you describe the environment that you are working under there? Ah, superb environment.
1: I mean, uh, uh, um,
0: Larry Brookstone and Brad Keftel and Sinky called
1: me up and, um, you know, they asked me if I could come and help the team. And, uh, you know, I've worked with Larry um, before and with Sinky and, w- and with Brad. Mm-hmm. I've worked with them before at, at Silver Stars. So um, it, it, it was it's, it's nice when people um, have have confidence in you, and people believe in you. You go about doing your job with all the confidence that you can. So, I'm 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 really really very happy to be at Highlands Park.
0: Is it is it is it correct to say you really punched above your weight last season, finishing seventh? And and what was the key to your to, to 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 your performances and your success, if I can put it like that? I think it it had to do with the
1: support from management.
0: I got the best support from
1: Sync Humanisi, from Larry Brookstone and Brad Keftel and Hedley Lazaro, you know, um, a lot of support, like, you know, more than what I'd ex- expect, mm. um, uh, uh, more than what I expected. But um, I think the continuity from using the same boys from the mm-hmm. NFD and just strengthening strategically year and there, that also helped because uh, you, you can't come to the PSL and rebuild the team and then, you know, by the time the team starts functioning, you're 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 gone, mm. and it happened to Islands Park. And you know you learn from these mistakes. I saw we saw this happening. We sat down with management, and uh, the success of the team has has been about the collective at Islands Park. Mm. Everybody putting their 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 um, their minds to whatever we should do, and that collective uh, um, effort by everybody. That to me was the biggest thing at, at, at Highlands Park. Let time.
0: alone supporting and backing the coach, because a lot of clubs I don't have patience. You came back very quickly from the NFD. Not a lot of people come back that quickly. How did you manage to do that?
1: Uh, we just worked very hard. Eh? I've, I've, I've always seen, uh, you know, uh, uh, a coach can be uh, better than me. But what I'm going to try and, and do is work as hard as I can, you know, mm-hmm. try and, 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 and work very hard. So I think a lot of hard work. We really worked hard. Myself, uh, Ellen Fries, Victor Chabalala, Simone Conley, the goalkeeper coaches, everybody.
0: We really worked, you know, we, 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 we gave everything that we could give. Now, finishing seventh, Owendagama last season, does that not raise expectations then for this upcoming season that people expect more, expect the team to even do much better? And how do you handle those expectations? Yeah, I think so. But um, <laughs> you've got to be
1: realistic. You know, if you look at Maritzburg. Not last season. The previous season, they ended fourth on the log, mm-hmm. and they went to the playoffs. Uh, free State Stars ended sixth on the log. One Netbank Cup, cup. <laughs> and and they got relegated. So it, it it's not it's uh, you've got to you've got to work twice as hard this season. It's it's going to be very very difficult for everybody. It's, it's you know the gaps are narrowing slowly but, but surely, and everybody is, is 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 pulling out all stops to make sure that their teams are good.
0: Just like everybody else, you've strengthened your squad. But what I see with your additions is that you've gone for a lot of experience. Obviously, we knew that Rodney Ramaji was coming. I um, see Amzava is there. Uh, Wade Juste is there. Uh, Telango ben is there. These are guys that have played uh, uh, up Premiership football. They've played football at the highest level. Was that the thinking there?
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, uh, if you look at last season, we paid our school fees. You mm-hmm. know, there are there were so many games when we were leading two 0 against against Black Leopards with oh, like four yes, minutes yes. to at go home. at home. Yes, I remember that 2-2, You know, and um, and 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 that has got to do with experience. You know, you 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 must know when to consolidate, and you must know uh, how to win games, and and you just need a little bit of of, of um, experience. And I mean, Larry Brookstone. Uh, must take credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's the guy who went out and uh, he never had a holiday since we closed, yeah. you know, and he went out and he made sure that we can get um,
0: s- some, some players. And he still hasn't stopped. I was actually in Cape Town last weekend for a youth tournament. And yes. he was the first person there, looking, there. At, looking at young talent. Yes. And I see even the, 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 the under-18 team uh, played very well at that Hauteng leg of that same tournament. So you can see that the big boss is involved and heavily involved. But let's talk about some of these guys. Ramaji coming in with high expectations. What do you see him doing this season? Does he have something to prove after his season ended last, last campaign?
1: I think he, you know, he, he really feels at home. You know, he's vendor. <laughs> you can speak to him in the language. So, um, you know, he really feels at home. We really wanted him, you know, and uh, he feels wanted and he wants to repay us. Mm-hmm. He wants to work as hard as possible. And he's consistently talking to the other strikers, to Peter Shalulile, mm. to Mbata, to uh, uh, Nyembe, you know, to all the youngsters. He's, he's continually motivating them and coming up with ideas how to outmaneuver the, the opponents. So he comes with that experience, but he also brings a lot of leadership in, mm. into Highlands Park.
0: Another one that you brought in is actually Max Munyai, who was really solid at the Black Leopards. I mean, one of their best uh, performers. What 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 role do you see him playing, and why did you see the need to bring him in? Yeah, I think he's a very, he's a highly intelligent
1: player. You know, um, I've always been an uh, admirer of him. Um, he captained Black Leopards for yeah. many years. Um, he, he's, he's 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 one of the most gifted uh, right backs that I've seen, mm. and we only had one right one uh, 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 right back, and that was. Um, uh, lucky boy Mukwen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to bring in some healthy competition there. And Marks is also versatile. You know, you can play in one or two other positions as well. So that v- versatility uh, I believe will help us in the long run.
0: And Limbikani Mzava, I mean, what can you say about him? He's played at big clubs, ACs, has played at Celtic, he was in KZN recently, really a stalwart of the PSL. In fact, um,
1: when he joined Celtics, it's just the same season that I'd left them, and he joined Ah. them as a 17-year-old boy from Malawi. Malawi He was one of the youngest uh, um, foreign players to to be signed. And um, very strong, um, good attitude, uh, good mentality, approaches the game well, and also a good leader on the field.
0: Let's look at the goalkeeping department. You've done a lot of work in the goalkeeping. Firstly, can we confirm that Greg Atafia has signed for Highlands Park and is a registered player?
1: Well, Larry is working on that. I'm, I'm not sure if, it has, if it's uh, concluded so far. But I know it's in the pipeline. or oh, it has been done, I think, I think, today, but it's not yet, uh, um, I, I cannot verify it.
0: And, and how did the decision come about? We thought that it stopped playing. He was involved in coaching. Did he ask to come back or did you think that he still has something to offer? You no,
1: know, what happened is um, he, was, he was assisting our MDC team as a goalkeeper coach. Mm. And then um, with five games to go, um, Kapini had to go for an operation on his shoulder. And we thought he is there, and he was looking very sharp at training, ah. and uh, you know the experience is there, good attitude as well, good mentality, a godly person. Um, then we, we we thought, okay, let's give him a, a you know let's rope him in, to you know you know to continue in uh, as a player, and uh, he just he just excelled, he just got better and better as as time went
0: on. And he's only thirty six. I mean, which is not too old for a a goal a keeper. What about a guy like Rowan Fernandez? Is he with the team now, officially? Yes,
1: yes. Rowan is with the team. Um, you know, um, uh, Larry's got vision. And um, he, 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 uh, we've got one of the biggest developments in South Africa, mm. in Highlands Park. You know that our, our under-19 team won the, the Bale tournament. Yes, well. yes,
0: yes, yes, so, yes, yes.
1: You know, there's a lot of vision for the future. And um, Larry saw it necessary that we take someone who understands what we require uh, as you know, from the goalkeeper pers- uh, uh, perspective, mm. so Stephen Ekakala, Stefan Ekakala was then taken there, so that he must bring through youngsters in in future, and um, and then Larry came up with the name um, Rowan Fernandez, and I said, well, he played in the Bundesliga, yep. played for Chiefs, played for Wits, uh, played for Bafana, uh, 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 and he was a goalkeeper coach for Orlando Pirates and. Uh, When I saw his report, um, you know, the the report that he gave on on what he thinks should be done, I was just blown apart, you know. He's Mm. he's
0: just just absolutely um, on top of his game. So he's, so he's he'll be the goalkeeper coach, basically. He will be the goalkeeper coach, yes. And Telango Benny, I mean, he's been a journey, man. Started off at Kaiser Chiefs, <laughs> went to Sundowns, really found his form though at Free State Stars. Many people believe he shouldn't have, shouldn't have left at Free State Stars.
1: Yeah. I think he wasn't he wasn't loaned there from, from Sundowns yeah. and I think they wanted him back. Uh, I don't know the you know, uh, yes.
0: the detail there. But uh, when we
1: saw the opportunity that he's available, um um when Larry came to me and said, "Tell you know uh, what's the possibilities of, of Teller?" I said, Larry, you know uh, he's, he's, he's very very experienced. he was part of the he, was, he only played in the Cup games for Free State stars mm, mm, and They won mm, the mm, cup mm. Mm. Yes, and yes, uh, yes. you know he did very well there and uh, I think he's, uh, he's a great accusation uh, acquisition to, to you know to Island's Park.
0: Okay, if you've just joined us, by the way, we are catching up with the Highlands Parker coach Owen Dagama, who is here with us in a studio. Uh, the lines are open if you want to ask a question or two to the coach 0891-104-207 and we also take SMSs on 41391. We're using the hashtag SAFM spot on on our social media and uh, we've got a question from Zico Smith that's come through on Twitter. He says what kind of football is the coach us, promising us uh, this uh, season? There were too many draws at Cologne last season.
1: Yeah, but those draws helped us. (laughs) If if you can't can't win them, at least um, take a draw. Mm. Um, But uh, I I agree with the the, the listener there. Um, That's one of the reasons why we try to beef up the team so that we can try and improve on the draws and and do better. But uh, our style of play, our attacking, our, 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 you know, t- attacking with a lot of speed and pace. That is, is the type of football that we're going to play, you know. Um, you know for a fact in South Africa we don't have very big players, you mm-hmm. know. So we need to use our pace and our skill. And and, 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 and that's what, we, we're, what we're trying to achieve at Highlands Park.
0: Another player that I, that I mentioned earlier on that we didn't get to is Wayne Eustel. How do you see him fitting into the team and what do you think he brings to Highlands Park?
1: Another one, a very versatile player. Mm. He played at right back and he scored for for Golden Arrows. When when they played against us, he played in the center of midfield. He can play up front. He can play five or six, you know, different positions. So he brings in a lot of versatility. He's a true athlete and and a good footballer. So you know, um, those are the type of players I like.
0: And Macaulay from Free
1: State Stars. Oh, I, we call him Busquets. Ah, it's an unbelievable player. You know. Um, uh, the, the, the first time I saw him playing for a free Sisters I just fell in love with him. I just mm. thought this was a, a he's a grafter, he's a hard worker, and uh, he makes sure that he protects the defence and he helps the attack. So he's a, he's a good all-round player and um, I've always
0: admired him. Talking about a grafter, what did you do to Mutobi Mvala last season, coach Owen Nagam? I mean, we've known him as a very solid, reliable midfielder there in the centre of the park, but he's got a lot of goals for you last season. Did you push him up or did you always know that he's got goals in him?
1: Look, obviously we can't give away too much. We've got to keep our cards <laughs> to close to our chest. But um, we u- we utilised him. Uh, we tried to utilise him in a way. Remember, I also had him with the national under twenty. In Rio, so in, Brazil. in Brazil, I was there. Yeah. So I, I had a good idea of, of of you know what his strengths are, and arriving late in the box. I think mm. I think that is yeah. it, it's, it's his biggest asset. And um, so he 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 can he can work hard for you in the middle, and he can he can score goals. So he's. You know, we try to utilize him according to his strengths.
0: Were you surprised by his goal contribution last season? No, I was not.
1: I oh. was not. Um, um I, I knew that he's he's got a, he's he's got the capacity and we worked on it. We worked on it, you know. Um we we tried to to, to play in such a way that we played to his strengths. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it 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 certainly worked.
0: So how do you keep a guy like that at the club where I would think that some of the other big clubs or the clubs with a bigger budget were sniffing around, especially after what he did last season?
1: Yeah, look, Brad Kafton and Larry made it clear that Islands Park is not a selling team, you know, uh, they're building for the future. And, um, uh, you know, so it's 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 been, I've been told from the beginning that we don't sell players here, you know, mm-hmm. we build players and if a player has to go, then it's overseas, you know. Um,
0: but uh, you never know in football. Everybody, Everyone has a price. Everybody has a price. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Rodney that's called us from Tembisa. Must have seen a lot of Highlands Park games then. Rodney, good evening. Thanks for joining us on SAFM.
2: Good evening, uh, and then good evening the, uh, Roy, uh, Owen Dagama in the studio. I
3: good.
2: just want to make a quick comment. I just want to say thanks for Owen D'Agama to bring uh, Highlands Park back to the PSL again. So we expect you more from him as the people of Friday reside in Tembesa. So okay. At least we hope. If we maybe he must be fine for the relation. At least this year he must fight for top eight, and that will be much better for him. Then we're gonna, we know that at least one T B S have got a, got a team to, to rely on.
0: Are you attending the games, though, Rodney?
2: I said I just want to make a comment about uh, for Ondergram. He said at least he must improve on mm. team. This year they mustn't fight up for. He must on the top eight.
0: But do you go to the games in Tembisa if you are in Tembisa? Yeah, that's great. That's great. um I'm yeah. gonna let, let the coach answer to that, but I also want to take Cabelo. That's called us from Pretoria. Cabelo, good evening. How are you? Fine, thanks. And you?
2: Shop shop you, uh, Coach? Dagama, uh, da how are you, Coach?
0: I'm good. Cabelo, and how are you?
2: Uh, I'm good. You okay. know, you know. Have you so? There's only one coach who I have always feared when he was still at Celtic. That is Owen Dagama. He used to punish us
3: mm.
2: and uh, I'll go to the stadium thinking uh, we'll beat Celtics and then we'll come back there hey would hope but then coach on another level much as you guys uh, are giving youngsters uh, opportunities which are we are thankful of you and uh, coach Sheik, you have always been uh, the forefront of uh, talent searching can't you guys maybe help South Africa because now we are suffering especially our national team look at where we are now we are losing left and right center meanwhile you guys are, are there you're doing a good job in talent searching and giving young stars opportunities can't you please continue doing that job on that level of searching for new, new talent especially giving youngsters okay uh, the opportunity thanks
0: Cabello. Thank i'll let the coach answer that i'm making notes of the questions we'll take the last one for now to Lani from Guatemala. good evening
3: Good evening, how's it my man <laughs> good you, man good man <laughs> It's great, man, to be hearing from you after you. Rem- I remember your days <coughs> at Simba Yeah, yeah the, yeah. The Hyla, the of, uh,
1: Mardone, yeah. the likes
3: of highlight, the likes of the likes of another game of game.
1: Yes, yes, yes,
3: uh, yes. What are you doing to get your players to play the way you want to play them?
1: Yeah, look, it's 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 uh, it's 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 all a process, you know, uh, to build a team and to get a team to play in a, a certain type of brand of football, it's a, it's a process. It's, you know, it takes two, three, four years sometimes to get it right, you know. But um, we we cons- consistently working there. That's why I even brought in Ellen uh, Fries mm. so that we can work together. It's not a one-man show at Islands Park. You know, we, we've even brought uh, the young boy from Tambisa, Victor Chavalala, mm. as a coach. Let's also groom our own people in, in Tembisa. So um, we're trying to put our minds together and, and work together
0: as, as a a collective and keep on looking for new talent. On that note, before we get to the other question, I saw Stanley Khatla coaching the youth teams. How is he coming along as a coach? And and, and, and do you obviously, I would think that there are interactions between the two of you? Yeah, most definitely. Even Salih
1: Chavalala has been brought in as a coach. Mm. At one stage, Henrico Burtis was, was was brought in. We had Greg Itafia. Mm. Uh, you know, we, we, we're trying to give the footballers also an opportunity, the ex-footballers. To come back and and help with the development structures. So yes, we are we, we are working very hard. And even Willem Jackson. Yes, yes, there. I've seen him with so, that youth team also. Yeah. Yeah. So so these are all ex players of Silver Stars that we that, that we're trying to groom to be
0: the future coaches of tomorrow. Talking about the future Kabelo believes that you And Coach Sheikh Mashaba Have an eye for talent He says that you should be involved And you spoke at that press conference The other day About how South Africans uh, Players are more like Totsis And they need to play The South African way How do you guys find these players? Because I remember When you were in the national team You always found players from nowhere
1: Yeah, look, I think... Um Maybe it's just the, the God-given
0: <laughs>
1: talent <laughs> yeah. to be able to, to see a player. But you look for certain qualities in a player. You look for those players who've got that natural... You know those rough diamonds, mm, who've got the mm. natural skill, who've got the pace, and who've got the hunger for the game. Um, so sometimes it's just a bit of luck that you, you, know, you get the right players here and there. But uh, we, we certainly keep on searching. And, um, you know, um, all I think all coaches in South Africa uh, are ready and willing to aim ab- to 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 help whoever is going to be the bafana coach we will make sure that we'll assist we will help we will try and and and
0: and 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 be there for for our next national coach is which that, i think it should be it should be that way mm. is that how you find this pure yes he was <laughs> one of the solid players in your team last season i think he's from soweto is he uh no he's from um he's actually from someone standerton oh okay a, yeah yeah and how
1: did you find him well i found him i, I did find I, I, I did not find him mm. i found him at the club but he had been playing for the mdc team him and Thabo motlafi mm. so uh, we signed these two boys for the for the first team immediately when i arrived there i saw them i said no these boys have got to be part of the first team and lucky boy is he the one that's got that cracker last season? Yeah, he was my <laughs> first signing at Highlands Park. Ah. You know, when I got there, we played against Real Kings. And uh, I saw this boy and I said, wow, I love this player. And then Highlands um, Park spoke to real Kings. They made a deal and then we got the boy. So um, um, I think he's one of the future stars of South
0: African football. No, definitely. And Ryan Ray, what does he bring to your team besides the throw-ins? Everybody says it's just there <laughs> to take the throw-ins. <laughs> no, he brings a lot. He's very, very
1: solid. And you know, he does, he plays like how a white guy plays, Yeah. simple. He wins the ball and passes it. He wins the ball and passes it. He doesn't over elaborate on the
0: ball, doesn't try to be too skillful. And sometimes you need one or two of those type of defenders. Mm. Is that what's missing in South African football? A lot of people have felt that we're missing those white players that will just get rid of everything at the back, put it out, or just keep it simple like Gavin Lane used to do and the Winn-Stanley's used to do back in the days.
1: I think, you know. Um, you know, they, a lot of a lot of it's not only white players. A lot of other players mm. have have got the qualities where they they, they, they they do whatever they have to do clean, and they defend clean, and they focus, and they and their discipline in doing the same thing all the time at the back is there. Whereas you find other other defenders who are a little bit more skillful, they sometimes try to over elaborate on the ball, and then it becomes a problem. Mm. So yes, you want the skill. But you also want that uh, discipline in, in doing the right thing all the time.
0: By the way, uh, the voice notes are also working tonight, guys. So please feel free to send through your voice notes on WhatsApp on 61 for Coach Owen Dagama. If you prefer calling us, it is And we've got a voice note that's come through. Let's go to that one.
3: Good evening to you once again. You know, the standard of football in the PSL is below, below par. It's actually very, very poor. And if you take the top PSL
1: teams, it's the foreigners who are producing the goods for them. We Safa needs to invest a lot of money into youth development, bringing players up, looking after them, and polishing them to PSL standards. If Safa does not put in a lot of money, we are getting nowhere. The foreigners will keep on coming and taking over
3: the football in South Africa. Thank you.
0: Okay, thanks for that. It, it's, I'm not sure if you agree with that coach, I'll let you answer, but it's there's something that Gavin Hunt also said last season, saying the standard of football was the worst that it's seen in 30 years because everybody was beating each other and he couldn't understand what was going on. What, where do you stand in that debate?
1: Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, um, yes, I do agree that um, a lot of the the, the the foreign players are coming in and, and dominating. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a fact. Uh, and I totally agree with a caller saying that um, SAFA must invest more money into development. Mm. Making the under-15s, under-17s go and play international tournaments consistently. Um, you know, if, if, if uh, an under-15 goes and plays with a future Neymar, by the time they get to the World Cup, he, he, you know, they're on the same level. But I, by de- I definitely agree. We, we should be doing much more uh, on the
0: national front with regards to the development of players. Mm. And uh, okay, voice notes are open, guys. So they are working 61 4104 if you want to speak to coach Owen Dagama. Your teams are known to be very fit. Uh, is, is that a big part of your game? And were you surprised by some of the late goals then that you considered that you mentioned earlier on?
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> something very strange. And, and that's one of the uh, I was hoping to get that that, mm. that question. Um, for many years, uh, Owen Dalgama has been known as a coach that makes players run and work hard and do that, you know. And um, but people forget there's there's the tactical aspect to it. There's the planning. There's uh-huh. the research. There's the analysis that goes into it. So I was very very happy to bring in a mm. Somebody who approaches the game from a sports science perspective. Mm. Very, very professional. So I'm not in charge of fitness and running and those type of things. We only look at it from a tactical perspective, Simone Conley, qualified uh, bioconnector. She's in charge of that and she's done a wonderful job in the NFD. She's also helped us with the national under 23 team to qualify for the Olympics. So um, I'm just happy there's somebody that's running the department and it's a qualified
0: person who does it from a sporting perspective. I can't help myself. How tempted then are you to bring in Alisa Conley to make them sprint? (laughs) Well, we have done it.
1: We have done Is it. it. We have She's done it. She's through. She's an um, Olympian. We've yes. asked the ones to come and, and, and help with the with the sprint, uh, with the you know with the sprint yes, of other players, yes, the correct yes. actions, how they ah, should be cool. running, and so on. So yes, from time to time we we try and learn from other people.
0: You know, you, uh, once you stop learning in football, you've lost it. And by the way, Alisa is now playing rugby. I'm told that she's with the 7th team. So good luck to her. She really has many talents. Um, There was a call earlier on Coach Owen from Rodney who was talking about, um, who says he's from Tembisa and he's uh, he's gone there to watch games. Uh, Do you feel an attachment with the community? Are you happy with the support considering that you're playing all your games in the township?
1: We, uh, we couldn't have had, uh, actually it was m- the management, Mr. Mnisi, uh, Larry Brookstone, Brad Keftel, Hedley Lazaro, they made the, the decision to go and play in. So when I came, they'd already been based there already. Mm-hmm. So, so they made their decision. And I think that's the most wonderful de- uh, decision they've made. Uh, the people have taken to us, you know, very, very well. They've they've welcomed us so much. And uh, I'm just happy that um, we can uh, affect the community in a very positive way so that it also helps from an economic perspective. It also helps yeah. what goes on in Tembisa. So, yes, um, absolutely. I, I think that's the greatest thing that, that could have happened to Highlands Park.
0: No surprises then that the game is sold out on Sunday against Kaiser Chiefs. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and and talking about Kaiser Chiefs, it's your opening game of the season. Is that a game that, that, that must set the tone for the season for you? How do you look at it?
1: Yeah, look, last year we started with Orlando Pilots. Yes, yes. And uh, this year we started with Chiefs.
0: That one, that droid uh, Orlando. Orlando, yeah. yes, yes. So,
1: yes. you know, we are, we are more than happy uh, to to be playing one of the bigger teams because we know that uh, we can only benefit from that, you know. Uh, we'll go. Uh, Chiefs will allow us to go to another level because they are a quality team. They've got a good coach, and uh, uh, they've got some very very special players there. So we are happy because it will help us start the season on a on a you know from a from a, a beneficial. Uh, a, perspective it will raise our game to a, a, a very high level
0: you finished above them last season how confident are you of the points then uh, at home on sunday
1: well you've you always have to be confident uh, especially when you're uh, at home you've got to you you know we've got to go for the win um there's no ways we can say um we want a point or a draw no we've got to we've got to do like what rodden said we've got to try and do better than last season but uh, you know it's two teams there you can't come and say we're going to beat them. It's, it's, it doesn't work that way. You've got to go and do the work and, and, and beat them.
0: There was another headline screaming this week, Owen da Gama does not fear Kaiser Chiefs.
1: Well, well, what I actually said is, uh, and, and that's the truth. Mm. I mean, we respect Kaiser Chiefs big time. They're a big team. I mean, I played against them many years ago. It's one of the biggest teams in the country, if not the biggest, with Orlando Pirates and Sandal. So it's a, it's a massive uh, team. And... Um, you'll always respect them. You've got to give them the respect. But you can't fear people in football, you know. You you, you can't fear other teams. So it was not that the emphasis was on the respect mm-hmm. and not the fear.
0: Okay. Let's go to the Lions. We've got a caller from Deben. Uh, Tepo. good evening. Thanks for joining us on SAFM. Coach Owen Dagama is here with us.
2: Yes, good day. Thanks, Th- thanks, thanks uh, for getting. Um, if, if I may add to to the coach, I- I'd like to know his view on on including academic research in his uh, in his studies um, because it's it's one aspect that I've uh, I've tried and did some academic research myself into it, and, and I find like teams like in especially in Europe, uh, USA. They include a whole lot of uh, academic research, uh, things like data analytics. Uh, that also seems that, uh, so that has to improve performance. Currently, uh, I was in, in doing just a bit of some research. I found that South Africa is the richest league, but in terms of performance, it's the lowest league uh, within Africa. We are the third richest uh, league in Africa, but uh, when it comes to performance levels, we are ranking p- around 12. Uh, that's why we cannot win even the. the, the uh, African Cup of Nations, so in as much as Coach says we need to pull in issues why is not, why is PSL, why are the clubs not including academic research into them using performance Okay, thanks for that, I think Coach has
0: got that Thank you Tsepo from Devin
1: Yeah, I think that's a very, very pertinent and a very important question mm. that the the, the the listener just raised there Um we know for a fact that uh, um, we, we've got a system called the STAT system, mm-hmm. which cost Highlands Park, I think, three quarters of a million rand. Mm. So we get all the information of the players, their acceleration, their deceleration, how many kilometers they've covered, how many 10 meters, 50-meter sprints. So it's, tr- it's, 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 just, it's just the right thing to do. We've got, mm. a, in fact, the guy, we've got two anal- uh, guys who do the analysis. Um,
0: you, you uh, got Tando Zulu.
1: Yeah, no, 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 Tando is, is no longer there. Oh, but I saw got, him last season. Yeah, yeah, we've got Matthew Stradham there, who's mm-hmm. a, a qualified chartered accountant. And uh, we've got um, uh, um, Max Mohale, mm-hmm. who's also a qualified analyst. So you can see that we are taking this very seriously from our MDC team. We get uh, statistics analysis we 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 really and if you look at Simone mm-hmm. who does our um, our fitness and all that. she's yeah. a qualified biomechanicist with yeah. three degrees so we brought in a uh, 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 very very highly educated people who can help us go to another level and i agree with the listener we've got to do more of this
0: okay let's go to AGM who's called us from sentin good evening AGM
4: uh, good evening to good evening to the coach and and the listeners um so let me let me put this to the coach and hear what he's saying. I have a crazy uh idea that i'm looking at, at football in South Africa in general and I know he's passionate about it wouldn't it be wouldn't the 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 extension of our our leagues primarily uh, the premier league and and the first division uh increasing the numbers to maybe um 2022 teams in a league, wouldn't that expand the ability of the country to harness the talent and maximize the potential? The second point is, still on, on, on the league as, as a structural issue for the improvement of, of our soccer. with the current structure, wouldn't maybe PSL dictating or be dictated to if, if that was to be the case? that there should only be two teams per province. We've got nine provinces uh, and, 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 and and 18 teams. Therefore, mm-hmm. it, it would balance. And, and then, would, would provinces like the Northern Cape and, and, and the forgotten provinces of, of this country, would that that mean the talents in those places now all of a sudden have the opportunity instead of coming to camp in, in Gauteng, where then then it, it's a question of uh, 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 the survival of the fittest for lack of a better word okay that be the potential for the, the improvement of soccer in general
0: okay agm we actually touched on a few points that we discussed on one of our earlier shows on safm today the league extension coach owen where do you stand in that debate
1: i think the gentleman is 100 percent spot mm. on you know if you look at Germany. Uh, you look at the the population in germany and you look at the amount of 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 of, of premier league teams mm. you look in spain you look in in england you look all over the place i mean i i've always advocated for that that 18 team uh, 16 teams in a country with a 55 to 60 million people mm. uh, you know the, the the production chain is is, is really shortened there and y- you know you can only produce so many players and you can only do so much but uh, I'll, I'll never forget when we had dangerous darkies yes, Roma, yes, I remember and they them. produced one of the greatest left backs in David Nyati mm. and if if they were not there would we have ever had a, a David Nyati mm. so i agree 100% with the with the gentleman on the on the second issue of the structure of of yeah of the um, of the structure um I, I i i agree too, you know um we should have teams from um, limpopo we should have teams from um,
0: um northern Cape. Eastern
1: Cape northern Cape we should have teams like that and um I don't know whether it's 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 an economic thing mm. whether there's in you know enough um Uh, capacity in those areas, I don't know. I don't know enough, but I I definitely think it's a a, a very valuable uh, point that has been raised. Yeah,
0: I also think the structure of our football is completely wrong. The fact that in the first division, only one team is guaranteed promotion, and then you're forced to play under 23 players. I mean, uh, club owners there want to get into the up Premiership. It's not a development league, and you go down to ABC Mutzepa League where the Northern Cape is a winner every single year, but they go to a playoff, and then they can't make it to the NFD. Something surely is wrong if if you produce a provincial champion uh, for 10 years but they can't get into the big leagues i think we really need to look at the structure of our leagues as safa because that's why you find people buying statuses then because it's so hard to come back from down there uh, that the easiest way is to buy another club and, and, and come back in that way but coach owen for fear of time i want to move to your playing career because not a lot of people are aware about your playing days and that you even went overseas but where would you say your love for football came from sir
1: um, it started as a as, as a little boy. Um, I loved bicycles. When <laughs> I was eight, nine, ten years old. I loved bicycles. In fact, uh, when we went back to Venda to the farm, mm. uh, my, my my grandfather had a lot of bicycles, and I actually asked him if I could have one. And he actually felt sorry, and he actually gave my father money to buy me one. Mm-hmm. But um, then just one day out of nowhere, the, my friend just came and said, Hey, we, we need one more player here, man. You know, I Ooh. didn't even have boots. Um, we need one more player. I think I was nine or ten years old. Oh. We need one more player. So don't worry. You might just go and play as a striker and just kick the ball <laughs> into the net and i went and i scored i think 12 goals in my first <laughs> first game but oh. i mean you know that with the youngsters yeah. the score is 14 12 yeah, or sure. 14 10 so i scored a lot of goals and um then they said no 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 you've got to play every week you've got to play you've got to play and mm. i think it started it started in, with the street football it started mm. with my friends in in the township you know so i think that's where it just evolved and grew and got better and and i realized that i've got there's something you know mm and I just continued.
0: And when you moved up the ranks, a lot of former players we spoke to were saying that they played in segregated leagues and how tough it was. Did you play in those leagues when you started playing? No, unfortunately not. Mm. I think
1: that was before my time. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate that um, uh, you know there was a professional team where we lived mm. um, called Chester United. They played, you remember when there was a league of 23 teams, mm-hmm. um, it was called Chester United. So they took me in as a young boy I sat mostly on the bench, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was I, I was learning, and then eventually I started playing. And then uh, Kai Johansson, um, the coach of of um, uh, um, Pretoria Kellys, mm. then invited me to come and train. And I went. there, and there were macro masterpieces Moripe, these top mm. top top players, and I was a little boy, and um, they, they just they just fell in love with me and. Uh, I, I remember I used to take a lift on a truck, on a milk truck, oh. just to go to Etridgeville because there were no longer taxis that time of, of the evening, you know, uh, coming back. I used to take a lift with a truck, but uh, my passion was so much and I was just happy that I
0: got those small breaks in my life. How good was Master Pieces Because we know there's a stadium named after him, but obviously some of us <laughs> never saw him play.
1: One of the greatest players I've ever seen. And I, I was very fortunate to go and play in Belgium, very yes. fortunate to play in Ireland. I had a stint in, in Spain. And I'll tell you now, I, I've, I've never seen a, a player with so much skill, so, so much plans that he could make on the pitch. Mm. You know, That's why I say South African players, they, they, they've got that mentality where they, 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 they're so creative that they can do things. Uh, and and um, if we can just nurture this properly and just keep on developing the youngsters, I think we've got a lot of potential in this country. How did you move to Europe and when exactly did you move to Europe? I was playing for Dynamos in the Premier League then and um, the scouts came, the Belgium scouts came to watch. I was very fortunate because we played in those three weeks. We played Chiefs, we played Pirates, I scored two goals against Chiefs. The following week we played Pirates, I scored a hat-trick against Pirates. Ah. The following week we played against the league winners then, which was Bush Bucks with Ah. Professor Ngubani. But they had not come to see me or any of the Dynamos players. <laughs> they came to see the Chiefs players and the Pirates players and the and the and the Bush Bucks players. Because they won the league. They'd won, they were top of the log. Yeah. I think we were fourth or fifth on the log. Oh. So then they said, "But this boy is there's something here," and then they invited me for trials. And um, I actually had to pay for my own ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and I, I put money together, and my father assisted me. And I went. Two weeks later, they, they, they gave me a three year contract. Was that Belgium? Then Belgium,
0: yeah. Was that Beerscott? Beerscott. Is it the same club Arun Mukwana played for? It was the same club. Oh, and, yeah. and how do you describe your time there in Belgium? Ah, One of the most, um, you know,
1: growth periods in, in, in my game. I learned such a lot. You know, I would train in the morning with the first team with the main team, in the afternoon with the main team, and at night with the reserve team, three times a mm. week. And it was cold, it was wet, it was raining.
0: But I'll tell you what, that really turned me into a very, very strong mm. character. And then Derry City is the club that we all hear about, that you played for in Ireland. I've even seen newspaper clippings of, of that. What kind of a club were they uh, at Derry City and where exactly were they based? Derry City, were, uh, they are based in
1: Londonderry which uh-huh. is in Northern Ireland, but they play in the League of Ireland. Okay. Because they were banned because of the oh, yes, Sagittarian yes, 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 Wars, yes, yes, yes. you know. yes. Um, they're the biggest club uh, in playing in the League of Ireland, M- the biggest followers. They're the chiefs or pirates of, 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 of Ireland. Um, when I was playing in Belgium in my fourth season, um, the assistant coach got a job, mm-hmm. and then he invited me to come. And he said just come you know come alone because we were, we were always five foreigners mm-hmm. and i mean i was i was one of the the, the most unknown foreign because they they're top players from 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 sweden international players playing in Ireland. Play, no no playing in, in belgium. belgium oh yeah. yeah top 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 players and um so uh, uh um my game when the new coach came my game time started you know they started mm-hmm. pushing me slowly uh, uh backwards in the line um but the, but the management wanted me to play. So they said, okay, go and loan there and go and play there. And it was just an incredible experience in, in Ireland.
0: And what were your highlights at
1: the club? Uh, twice player of the year. Twice goals, top goal scorer in Ireland. League of Ireland player of the year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, it was really just something that just exploded. I never expected that, that to happen. But uh, I was surrounded by some,
0: some quality players. Do you remember this game? Let's see if we can find it. Oh, okay, it's loading. We're gonna find it right now. We've got a clip of one of your games uh, there in uh, Ireland. And you, apparently you scored a hat-trick in a final.
1: Yes, in the FA Cup final.
0: In the FA Cup final? Yeah. yeah.
1: Against? Against uh, <laughs> Cove Ramblers, I think. Cove Ramblers. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, let's see if we got the clip.
3: <laughs> Beautiful pass to the camera. Yes, a great goal by Owen De A beautiful goal. A great
0: pass by John Craig. And De gamma puts the ball in the back of the net.
3: It's Derry City 2, Longford Town 1. The goal coming after 23 minutes of the second half. So a great goal there by Owen De Gemma. Also, some of the players must go to the day number two, John Quig. The gamma outside the box. Still the gamma with the ball. Bradley waiting in the centre. Also Neil. The Silvas waiting in there. Yes, it's
0: a goal. This was a hat trick. Yeah. Against Longford. Longford Town. Yeah. In nineteen. 19- Eighty-six. Yes, Do you remember it like it was yesterday.
1: Yeah, I just when I when I hear that guy the way he speaks and yes. it just just
0: takes back a lot of memories. So now you know, guys, that Owen Dagama was a really red-hot uh, player back in the day. Now we've spoken a lot about Morocco Swallows here on this show. We've spoken to a lot of legends uh, like uh, Chaka Chakampondo was here with us. Uh, Steve Sicano uh, was with us. No, Noel Cousins we've spoken to. Les Krobla we've spoken to. Firstly, um. You must be delighted that they are back. I see they were announced yesterday is back in the NFD. How do you feel about that? I'm very, very happy. That's a a big name in South African
1: football. And, um, um, you know, one of the coaches there, Isaac, um, is also one of the guys who played for us at Silver Stars. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really, truly,
0: truly, truly happy that Morocco Solos are back in the NFD. Everybody tells us that you were part of the three musketeers with Les Grobler, with Noel Cousins. What made, that, what made that, st- that, that strike force so good?
1: There was Kelvin Peterson as well. Yes, he was like, also on the show. Yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes. What made it so good is that any one of the four of us could score. Even uh, Chaka Chaka Mpondo. Yes. He could also score. Uh, so you, you 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 know you couldn't stop. If you stop, Noel Cousins, Kelvin Peterson scores. If you stop Calvin Peterson, I score. If, if you stop me, less scores from free kicks. <laughs> so um,
0: it was an unbelievable combination in 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 at at um, at Morocco Swallows. And let's bring in one of your strike partners from that time. Let's khrabla. Good evening. Thank you for speaking to us again on SIFM. Say so I hope you are well. Yes, I am well. Thank you. Thank you
3: for having me. We've Excuse got. Me
0: But even less. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about his playing days and a lot of people didn't see him play. It was before our time. How do you describe Owen Dagama? I know when we once spoke to you, you kept mentioning him and Noel Cousins and Calvin Peterson.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, I just caught a little bit of what you were saying now, but uh, Owen was right. We had an incredible strike force. And and I just think Owen's, Owen's ability to see runs, to his movement... Um, his pace, you know, all of those well, those attributes, and, and together with a very good head on his shoulders, um, you know, Owen was, was top. I mean, if you gave Owen half a chance, he would score. Huh. Um, you know, unlike some of us, we, had to, we worked a little bit harder for, for that, but, but Owen Owen was just a natural, naturally born goal scorer. Um, you know, and he just, uh, to play with him was, was easy because, I mean, as soon as you looked at him, you knew he was going to make a movement and you played the ball
0: in the space and you knew that uh, he would get there. And did you see him going on to cover a successful career as a coach? Yes, no, no, I mean, obviously, he's playing with
3: Owen and playing with some other the boys and that you always follow your, your, your fellow, um, you know, uh, players that you played with. So you follow the careers quite close, closely and obviously me being linked with. With Highland and Batman Stars and Silver Stars, um, you know I was with Owen for for a long period of time. Mm. So yeah, I learned a lot from Owen in all those times. And yeah, you know as 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 an up and coming coach, in that you're always taking the, the good points that you feel, and from all the coaches you've ever had. And you know you, the points you don't like, you you kind of leave aside. But everything else, you know, you build you build on 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 everybody that you play with play under. Um, yeah, and Owen Owen's not different.
0: I mean, he certainly taught me a lot. Great stuff, Les. Thanks for joining our conversation and uh, for sharing a few words about Owen Dagama. Uh, for the sake of time, I've got to go to Abram. Abram, good good evening. Owen Dagama is still here with us. Hello, Abram. Oh, okay. We've lost uh, Abram. And coach, uh, what are your highlights at Swallows? I think was the Bob Save um,
1: Cup final against some Somebody told us about it. Five one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was five one. And you scored twice? Scored twice, yeah, created two more. Us about it, so yeah. it was it was really it was the highlight. And in fact that game, uh, the previous it was a second leg of mm-hmm. the final because we drew the first one. In the first one, Eddie Lewis played me as a midfielder. Wow. And then when we got back to the hotel, I showed some of the guys my tapes of overseas. And then they called Eddie, they said, no, man, put this guy up front, up front. don't put him in the middle. <laughs> and we just killed them when I went up front. It was just one of those days. But as I say, it was easy for me to
0: score goals there because I was surrounded by top quality players. And you were a player of the tournament. Were you a player of the yeah. tournament? Yeah, player yes. of the tournament. You also went to win the top eight and yeah. um, at, at, at that time, and the Bob Save Super Bowl, yes. you, you defended yes. it. Yes. Were you signed by Pinchabedi like everybody else tells Yes,
1: this? yes. <laughs> in fact, um, uh, the guy who was instrumental in me signing from for for uh, Morocco Swallows was Abdul Bamji. Oh, yes, I remember he Mr. Actually, yeah, he called me and he was still a top guy in the league. Mm. Uh, and he called me and he says, no, no, no,
0: Owen, I want you to come and play for Morocco Swallows. And uh, I had a great time there. Great, great, great time. Okay, we're out of time, but I want to end with this voice note for Coach Owen Adagama.
2: Hello, Tavis Omis here in the coaching studio there. I'm an Orlando Pirates fan, and I want to tell you that I love that coach. I really wish he comes back to Pirates at, uh, one day to coach. I was happy with his coaching when he was coaching the likes of excellent Walaza and and They were doing very well under him. He gets the best out of youngsters and I've been loving him ever since. He's, he coached Orlando Pirates. I still love him even today. I still see him as part of Orlando Pirates. To me, the slogan goes, once a Pirate, always a Pirate. I'm Mosala from Uppington.
0: Great stuff. Thanks Musala for that. Uh, nice way to end the show. You clearly have a lot of respect coach Owen Dagama and that's why we thought we should bring in, you in here and just give you the respect that you deserve. So you've done so much for our football in your playing days and now as a coach and as we start the new up Premiership season, we want to wish you all the best. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me here. It's uh, It was really an honor for me to come here. And uh, I want to thank all the listeners um, who said the wonderful things. Um, I, I listen to the show all the time, every time. And, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, bringing in uh, uh, ex-players, it's, it's so good because it helps the, the youngsters understand where we come from. Great but stuff. I want to say thank you very much.
0: Thank you,
4: Coach Owen Dagama. Good luck to the Lions of the North.